Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. This is Tara. Hi, Jill. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that was a positive one. <laughs> um, so I got a new phone. Oh, and sure. first of all, I just got it like I got to just describe this process, which is I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but like I went we went into the AT&T store because my daughter was needed to get a, a new phone. She was up for an upgrade and whatever, and she was going to spend her own money on it. And so we go in and somehow she had figured out that it was going to cost like X for out of pocket. So she was going to have to pay X amount of dollars out of her bank account, you know, to get this phone. Cause she was going to trade in her old phone or whatever. And, you know, first of all, she tried to go do it on her own. She's 17 and they kicked her out cause you need a parent or the owner of the account or whatever. So then she dragged me back the next day. So then I went in and so the two of us are sitting there. And first of all, it's like, it's like mansplaining, like the guy at the store, I mean, super nice guy. So like, no, I mean, nice guy, tough job managing an AT&T store. And, but it's like, he, you know, he runs through a thousand numbers, right? It's like, well, your monthly plan's going to go up to this. And if you move here, but if you do that, if you do auto pay and you do wireless billing, then you blah, 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 blah. And I, I, I'm like, I haven't even had my coffee yet. And I can't, I, I can't process like any of this. And I feel like I'm in the body shop getting my car fixed. And I don't understand a single word you're saying. And also, can someone pull out a piece of paper and just write this stuff down for me instead of it being like, everything's on an iPad and it's blah, blah. And I'm like, my head is spinning. And somehow, of course, of course, it's not the X that she thought it was going to be <laughs> 10 times X, right? But you're there, you're in it. <laughs> And then he starts writing. <laughs> Just like two hours later, she has a new phone. I have a new phone. <laughs> we have a different plan. I don't know, 5G. Like, do I care about 5G? He's all like, if you don't switch plans, you're not you're only gonna have a little bit of access to 5G, but not all access. And I'm like, what even is 5G? <laughs> Oh my God, this is my favorite story. It's so true. <laughs> I would have walked out the same way spending like way too much money. And then and then they have 20% off accessories if you buy three of them. So you've got the phone cases and the, and the chargers. And guess what? The new phone comes with a C port instead of a B port. So now none of our chargers at work and home work. And now you got to go in and buy all these new chargers. But it's not just the chargers. It's also your your charger in the car and the charger on your bedside table. Like everywhere. Nothing works. And I have to log into every freaking app on my phone now all over again. Oh my God. That is like the funniest, truest story ever. And it's when the, when the chargers don't work anymore, that's when I lose it. It's not the other stuff. It's that piece right there that I'd be like, Oh my God. I know I got a new phone and now why do I have no battery? Why do I have no battery? Because I can't charge it anywhere. (laughs) Very frustrating. I mean, the only thing I will say that is quite positive is they're very good at putting on the screen protectors. <laughs> very good. That is a key skill. Yeah, because I can't do that, actually. I messed that up. That is great. Good story. Anyways, so, yeah. Um, 
So, I don't know if you've noticed this. I know you're a big LinkedIn person. <laughs> I am trying to write on LinkedIn, post on LinkedIn once a week. And I mean, I know you went, you go through this with your business on Instagram and other more fashion-oriented <laughs> platforms where it's just like you just got to post cuz like the more you post, the more top of mind you are and I have never really been a big LinkedIn poster. Um, I don't really know why. I think because when I go, when I, when I go on like social media platforms, I sort of want like more, less businessy stuff and more fun stuff. So I don't usually spend a lot of time like looking through LinkedIn, but for my business, I'm realizing that you really do need to do that. Um, so for the past, like maybe three weeks, I think I've done three posts, maybe four posts on LinkedIn. Um, everyone listening should go to them because they are really, I mean, a specimen in creative writing. <laughs> <They are. laughs> I've seen a couple. I think they're good. I love that you're doing that. I was like, you didn't tell me. And so I was like, wow, this is so good that Jill's doing that because honestly, I feel like it's just a little bit of a window to get to know you. That's what I'm trying to make it. It is honestly so painful for me to put it out there. It's not, um, it's not like the process of writing it actually goes pretty smoothly. Like once I figure out what I want to talk about, it just like, I can write it. Like the writing isn't the issue. It's the, what, like no one asked, right? Like, why do I need to say, like, no one asked me about my knitting project. <laughs> that's what I've just posted about. No one asked, like, does anyone actually care? Yeah, but that's not the point. The point is, is that you are just putting out information that you want to share, but people can relate to it because I'm sure a lot of people do knit, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not, it's more about what you want to share than what people are asking you. And like I said, getting to know you a little bit. And the thing is for LinkedIn for me is so, I mean, honestly, it's easy because I just repost my blog and stuff. I don't really have to be very creative in what I need to say because it's already there for me. So it's kind of like I cheat a little bit in that way. But for you, I think it's a really great way for people to get to know you. Yeah, what I'm trying to do is because I, I cringe when I see the posts that are just all like, here's everything I can do for you or here's what my business is all about or just like, so I try to kind of key off of something that's going on like personally and then somehow relate it to business. So my latest post and the topic of this podcast is I, so I started this knitting project over the weekend and I feel like I'm, I'm almost at the point where I am. I just have to accept that I'm just like the worst knitter. I just, I really have been trying for several years now and I have, I, I almost finished an entire vest and then I somehow like cut the wrong thing and I had to throw the entire thing out. Oh my God. That's so like, so, I, so what I'm doing now, what I started over the weekend are very small projects, hats. We're thinking hats. I'm not going like mittens or socks, but it was a hat. Like a beanie? Like a beanie. Yeah. Like a winter yeah. hat. Okay. Yeah. So it has a little cabling in it, a little like bumpiness, but we'll, we'll see. So I started this project and what you have to do, this is like, again, this is back to the AT&T store mansplaining, but when you get wool, if you get, when you get like expensive wool, generally it comes in, not even expensive. It's not expensive. If you get wool, it comes in a skein, which is that like thing of wool you see. It's not a ball. It's like an oblong thing. Yeah. Like an eggplant. Um, and you can't it's it's not that easy to knit from that because it just gets all loose and all over the place. And so 
um, what a lot of knitters do is they wind, they take that and they wind it into a cake, like a, a tight ball. And the reason yarn doesn't come that way in a tight ball already, that would be super convenient, generally is because it stretches the yarn. It's not great for it. So anyways, so I went into my stash, so starting this new project, and I went and started to wind this thing of yarn, skein of yarn into a cake. And I have a special winder and everything. The problem is that <laughs> if you lose track of like where the 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 bulk of the yarn is it can get knotted like really easily and then you have this huge pile of yarn and it's impossible you, like think about untangling your gold necklaces like take like 500 of those and it's impossible it's all one color it's impossible to like figure out how to untangle it so it really behooves you to like set it up properly and hold it properly so that you don't tangle it as you're winding it up. I'm not good at that. Like I would rather just start winding and just see what happens. And like, you wind and you know, so if it gets tangled, you push the tangle out and you keep winding, but it's the worst thing because sometimes you can't get out of the tangle. And so as I was doing this over the weekend, I was like, okay, this actually is like representative of some business situations that I've been in where you, you're so anxious and excited to like get going on something that you just jump in and start doing it. And then halfway through you realize, oh crap, I really am not at a place I should be. I'm kind of tangled up. And I wish I had taken some time to really kind of be more meticulous and think through it from the beginning. Does this resonate with you? Have you ever? Yeah, I love this. I When you talk about this, I think more, I don't know why, but more like um, maybe emotion, like psychological, where it's like, don't be reactive. So when sometimes you're in a situation that like you're tangled, sometimes you can be really reactive and you want to just react. And I think that it's really important. And I've had to teach myself this because I used to be like a hot little Italian is you got to kind of just sit with it and think about how you want to react to it. So when you do react, the issue is not about your reaction. It's really still about the tangle. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Like how many times have we gotten into a fight with someone where you say something because you're so angry and you just want to like get it done and you say something and then you're like, oh, I should have said this or, oh, I wish I didn't say that. Cause right. like and you then the issue becomes not the issue at hand. It's how it's the issue is your behavior or what you said. And then it takes away actually from the issue. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of what you're saying is like, don't, don't, don't do that. If things get tangled, take a minute to think about how you want to handle that in whatever business or, you know, personal, however. So then you feel okay with your reaction. Definitely. Definitely. And I think with um, a lot of startups, what happens is you have this great idea, you get lots of validation from your friends and family, and you just start doing it. And I actually am very supportive of that to a limited extent. That's why that's why I always say just try it on a really small scale and just like brute, like just kind of DIY it um, and just try it and see if you get any bites kind of thing before you invest a lot of money. But once you have that initial, you know, yeah, this could be a good idea. Then you really do need to like think carefully about 
you know, what do people, who is my target customer? What do they actually want? What problem am I actually solving? Is it a real problem or am I actually creating a solution where there really is no big problem? Um, and you know, how am I going to test it? How am I going to grow it? How am I going to pay for it? What are people going to pay for it? Like this sort of even thinking through an initial set of those questions, um, will help prevent getting tangled up in all of that stuff when I hope the business just takes off, right? So let's say the business just takes off, but you haven't thought through pricing and you've priced it too low. Then all of a sudden you can't raise price. Like it's hard to raise prices. You can take them down. It's hard to raise them. So thinking through some of those decisions from the beginning is super important. I think too, like I've talked to a lot of people lately who have come to me who want to start businesses, but more about the social media piece. And, you know, I think which I was guilty of, I think that sometimes we think it's just going to take off. I'm going to put something out there and all of a sudden it's going to go viral, right? So, but I always say, don't think about what it's going to, don't think about what you want. Don't think about all the numbers and everything. Just think about what you're putting out there because it, it will come. But if you're so focused on that, then you're going to get discouraged. And I think that that I've had to talk a lot of people about that and how to kind of lower your expectations on numbers, but just, it's about what you're, the quality of what you're putting out. Yeah, and how much time it takes. I think people are always um, surprised and demotivated when things just take longer than you hoped they would Absolutely. Take. Look at me. Mine's taking forever. <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking social media. I'm talking business. But I think if you put your what you just said into what my business, like, yeah, I, at one, when I started this business, I didn't know. I went through all friends and family, right, the people I knew. And at that point, I was like, oh, God, like once you go through all that, then what do you do? You really got to push yourself to that next level because it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's funny. We call I, I used to call that sort of the honeymoon period when you first start a business. This happened to us um, when we started Gloss 48. You kick off and there's so much buzz around your kickoff. Same with mini locks, actually. There's so much buzz around the kickoff. And you have so much demand the first month or two because it's all your friends and family supporting you. And that's awesome. But at a certain point, you know, my dad's not going to get another pedicure. Like it's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's a, it's, it runs out and then you are left with you, the real customers and you really have to work for those customers. So there's always this, like, I think there's always this honeymoon period and that's when you need to go out and raise money because those are good numbers to show. <laughs> it's true. And that's when the interest is highest at, I mean, it, it's, it, it's fine to have the interest that high. Right. And then it's fine for it to level off a little bit why you are building because you know you want that but it's true there is a honeymoon period i've experienced it i think most businesses have yeah so if anyone has a business mess that they want to untangle or if they're launching something new and they want to not get tangled please reach out to me i would love to help you she's the best <laughs> thanks joe thanks we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts, jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, pleated shorts, running shorts, board shorts. <laughs>